Oh, yeah, some slapback. Well, it, this particular reverb. this mm-hmm. this arrow, which is a universal audio interface, um, has <clears throat> twelve <clears throat> channels, and apparently, if, if you channels. don't tell it to use just one in Zoom, it will just default to using all of them, and there's nothing connected mm. to the other eleven channels. So, <laughs> anyway. oh, oh, so I wasn't that far off. It wasn't that I was in the wrong. Was it mic. creating a bus? Was it creating a bus of like a, here's a bunch of stuff and like when you if the thing is even if you're Eddie Van Halen and you can play the same thing six times exactly that's what creates natural chorus and that's maybe what I was hearing is something like natural chorus. Natural. I think chorus. that's what was going on. Yeah. Hi, I'm right. Dan Benjamin, and I'd <laughs> like to talk to you today about natural chorus. We do have a sponsor today, by the way. Is this the, this could be the show? This could yeah okay let's make it the show why not. I, I like sponsors. I don't. Yeah. Well, we the have. Point one. is, you're, you're here. Okay. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> care, Dan. What I'm trying to say to you is that you're Dan Benjamin. Yeah. And here you're here today to talk a little bit about something called natural chorus. Natural chorus. You ever feel that fatigue? Naturalchorus.com. Were you able to get that? Do you think? <laughs> let's let's see what it is. I I, I do want, also want to know what the offer code is because I bet it's something like. Because, you know, on cable TV, they got to come up with some pretty wacky ones. Natural chorus. No, there's nothing there. So you can pray. It says it can't find the server. So huh. get on that. Um, be your next .com startup. No, I mean, I don't really get email anymore, thank God. But the email that I do get is all kinds of stuff related to my health now, now that I'm back in the system. It's like, you've got a message to check out in my chart. Oh, great. I'll go to the web view from my web view. Okay, cool. And and then I do get a lot of like, your domain is renewing, but it's okay. It's already renewing. So I, I that's a bad on me. I need to clean that up. I don't, I don't need more though, but I do probably need natural chorus. <laughs> no, you definitely need even, natural chorus. Is It's available. It's a poultice. It's a powder. It's a pill. <laughs> it's a, I need one more. Shoot. It's a poultice. It's a powder. It's a pill. It's power. No, it sounds too much like powder. Power, it sounds too much. It does. It does. So you can't powder. say powder and power unless you're no, making you're a right, joke. No, you're right. You're right. That shows you're a good writer. You know things like that. Another Chat GPT. Wrote it for me. Cheat on everything. I pay for school that I cheat on. I don't have to type anymore. Hey, it's really easy. I'm happy to put people out of work. I pasted my friend's term paper and had it rewrite it for me. I borrowed my friend's account and... No, I found a new, invented a new kind of porn. Powder porn. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bluetooth. <laughs> um, uh, it's Tuesday. Tuesday, it the auspicious to, day. Yeah, it is an, it can be an auspicious day. I don't yeah. want to get too far off the original idea, which is that Tuesday lacks surveillance, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Now, have your feelings about Tuesday changed since we started doing this program together? No, I mean, they started good and they, well, they've gotten better. They've gotten stronger. They're, well, but is there any more. new, so you've aged and you've, you've, <laughs> you've aged your poultices. <laughs> and, uh, gosh, there should be one more I can do. I'll get another one. Um, yeah, no, I like, I like, I still like Tuesdays pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I got, I got a lot going on. I've been swatting down a lot of mosquito tasks. Yeah. All, all I have, the three things I have are three things that really tickle my pickle in the last few days, but they are kind of nerdy. So if you have, I don't know if this is a place sexy, for that kind of talk, Merlin. I don't know if that would fit. I with have the... found a new way to parse <laughs> Markdown. 
<laughs> You've come to the right place, folks. Check it's out my repo. Markdown only topics from now Let's on see. through 2024. Maybe a, a new kind of bullet <laughs> title. You know, I, I, I used to be an asterisk man, and now I'm a dash man, because I, I do like this ambiguation. Uh, but maybe I could come up with a new one. Like maybe the number eight becomes mm. a, a marker. It's just, it's all just pearl, you know, it's just, uh, the pattern replacements and, and whatnot. Well, before we get into the markdown stuff. Yes. You there, Dan. Welcome. I have a movie recommendation. Okay. Um, I like movies. You know, I don't, I don't often recommend movies, but I'm going to go out on a limb and do this. Oh, okay. Um, the movie is, it is a movie you've seen. Is it a movie you've seen? I have seen the movie. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Uh, it is called Patterson. It is with our friend of the show, uh, Adam Driver. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to put is it, it about in the New Jersey. It, it takes place in and is about Patterson, New Jersey, and is featuring a character whose name is Patterson, and he is oh, named after the town. But this is not giving anything away. That sounds this like this the, sounds like the William Carlos Williams poem. E- correct. It is all. All I oh okay. Correct. Really? Yes. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. Like, I what is never... it, Patterson something on the back of the sum? I don't like, I haven't yes. read it in years, but yes. Patterson, Patter- what is it? It's, start, it's got a wonderful opening line, like Patterson lays on the back of something, Patterson poem. Oh, that's awesome. I had no idea this existed. William Carlos Williams is very important to the movie. And Are you kidding me? No, he's a really. He's a, you know he was a he was a physician. Yes, he was a doctor. He he wrote poems on, on the back of prescription pads. Uh, uh, so the so Adam Driver is a poet in the movie. Okay, he is a bus driver who is a poet also, and mm-hmm. it is it is one of these movies that is. You know, I love a character development development movie. I love a slow burn. This is the mm-hmm. slowest when you're ready for it. Burn. It's such a nice thing. Oh yeah. And this is the kind of movie that you you're not gonna like, you know, gather the fam around and like what this is like you're by yourself, you're gonna watch this early in the morning or late at night, and you just try to just block out the time for it. It's a wonderful movie. It's, it has totally become Adam my Williams. favorite, my absolute all-time favorite Adam Driver movie. As a driver vehicle. You could say that. And he's, he, it came out, I think, in 2016. 16. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. And there is, it's such a great movie. The director, um, Jim Jarmusch, I think is how you say his name. <laughs> Yes, I'm, I think I've heard of him. Am I did I not saying know that about right? this movie. I he only are. knew Jim, Jim Jarmusch, who did he did Mystery Train, he did Down by Law, he did um, he did oh god that one where the Japanese people come to America to go to Graceland, um, Mystery Train. Uh, yeah, he's terrific. Well, he's the only movie that I'd ever seen from him, well, I'd seen two movies of his in the past. <laughs> one of them was. Um, uh, Broken Flowers with Bill Murray, which I loved. And the other one was called is called Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai, which is about a late 90s. Jeez, movie. I don't know either of these. And Ghost Dog has Forrest Whitaker in it. And he's like okay. a samurai in the urban city kind of thing. It's very interesting. Wait, what's the name of it again? Uh Ghost it, uh, Dog, Way of the Samurai. Okay. All right. I remember like see, he wears like a hoodie or something. Yeah, right? walks around in a like- hoodie. Okay, ghost. That's dog. like his. That's too. like his samurai outfit okay. is the hoodie. Oh wow, that's awesome! But anyway, yeah. this is a yeah. wonderful film. Um, 
there is something, I will say this, I don't want to spoil anything for it, but the movie is very much, you know, a slice of life kind of movie where it just begins in the middle of, of this life. And, and I will say just when, when you, the thing that you think, depending Mm -hmm. on how much you look into it, the thing that you're afraid will happen might Uh just, might just happen. Okay. So, okay. um, right. it's great though. I watched it over a no, several days. No, I just days. added it to my dingus. That's going to be downloading in a second, probably. And I, That's I terrific. So I'm I, sorry. When I say download, I really mean watch it on the, uh, free advertising supported service, uh, freebie. Yeah. <laughs> 4k with ads. <laughs> but I watched this movie in, you know, I, when I row, I have a rower and I row on the you? rower. Yeah. And I you put, row. Mm-hmm, and I put the little, <laughs> um, <laughs> the the little ipad on the in uh, on the row and i yeah, watch you, you have you have to row in order for the ipad to work it's connected. i want yeah it's That's connected it powered and yeah. i watch uh i watch usually i'll put on a movie and i'll watch the movie over the course of like you know if i'm rowing for 30 or 45 minutes that might be the whole week because i i go to the gym the other days so it oh, might take right. me a whole week in the mo- in the early morning with a, with a movie like this Wow, it was great because it was so good because like you watch 30 minutes, you're like, oh, what's going to happen? What's the next? And it just stays in your mind and it stretches the movie out in a very yeah, cool yeah, way yeah. to like, now I, I it's like that's, the that's whole good. week. Like some people call that slow TV, whatever you call slow it. Slow TV. Like, I, there are definitely shows or podcasts or stuff that I save to, to and it's not like, I mean, I, I listen to everything at 1X and I, you know, I'm mostly listening to the podcast while I'm doing something else or watching the TV show. But yeah, right. I think there's certain, I mean, I'm like that. I don't, I'm like that with a lot of things. I mean, I'm like that. I've been like that with this season of Fargo. Um, there's a certain kind of Oh, wait, the, the new season of Fargo is out. Yeah, just completed. Yeah. Oh, crapola. I got to get on that. It's 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 good. Is it as it's, good as the I feel like the, you know, first season, amazing. Second season, great. Third, pretty good. Was mm, this more third, like- third. Better than you think. I thought I didn't like the third either, but it's. Really Do I need to watch it a second time? The one with Obi Wan Kenobi and uh, yeah. Ramona Flowers. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It's got it's got David Thewlis, dude. Yeah, it's got poor Professor Lupin. Yeah, he's so good. Some eyes. He's so good in that. I, I mean, as long as we're not really spoiling things, but kind of the, the the if there is a problem with the season of Fargo, and, and I'm I'm learning how to adjust my I'm learning how to adjust my bar. Last night I learned how to adjust my bar for this season of True Detective. I just, I thought the first, having watched so much. Okay, wait, I'm sorry, Merlin. No, season three was great. Season four, I was okay on. Oh, Chris Rock. Yeah, I was okay on that one. I think it it does. It makes a connection back to the guy. Yeah, no, it was a good connection. It was a good connection. Season two connects to season one. I just That's didn't really feel like the whole like you know different gangs like I wasn't into the whole <laughs> yeah. gangstery it's thing. It's like a, people crime. say that about season two of The Wire, you know. Yeah. Um. But you know. Uh. It, yeah. So anyway, True Detective. It's it's good. It's good. But I had to lower my bar a little bit. Because I've been watching so much of like the best TV ever made. Because that's mostly what I watch. I don't watch bad things on TV. I'm I'm a real size queen about what I watch and uh, you know it's uh, my letterboxed my bit on letterboxed notwithstanding. There's just a lot of stuff I just turn off because I'm like uh, no. So, uh, so I really learned this from YouTube videos. I learned so quickly whether this is for me with a YouTube video. Yeah. There's things I can learn in the first eight seconds that will tell me everything I need to know about whether this is something I want to pursue <laughs> most of the time. Right. And and uh, th- that has turned out to be really true about a lot, a lot. But 
you know, sometimes you just get this feeling of like, uh, or, you know, for me often, it's sort of like we're describing, like, it's kind of like, well, you know, maybe tonight's not just not the night for this. Yeah. You know, there's certain kinds of things where you're really, speaking of Adam Driver, you think of something like white noise. Like if you're in the right mood, that's the funniest thing you've ever seen. And if you're not, you're like, why did someone make this? It's so <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah. So anyway, Jodie Foster's terrific. And um, it's called uh true detective night country and it it the show begins as the sun's it's in alaska very 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 north alaska like really like you think alaska's far away like this is a really um and this is this is I, on max right it is on i think that's accurate yeah yeah hbo yeah yeah HBO. and it um and so basically there's this scientific like station up there where something hinky has happened mm. and uh but it begins as the sun sets on the night when it will then be night for months oh right you know because of the earth and yeah because the way and, the earth works uh, sure i mean it's it's yeah it's good my, my only my only proviso my only like I, i'm not saying don't watch season whatever this is of fargo because it is it's amazing in so many ways. It's really, really good. The cast is off the charts. It's just that it, partly because it's the first episode, really the first two episodes are so good that all the time now I'm going like, oh God, will they nail the landing on this? And it, it just got, got a little frayed at the end, but it's still really good. And the spoiler alert, it's got Juno Temple from, uh, uh, to, to, actually, I just want to say Ted Leo, from Ted Lasso. In a really, really amazing role. John Hamm, amazing. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of good TV out there right now. I do a similar thing to your rowing, uh, which is sometimes I, I'll lay on the floor mm. with a weighted blanket and watch uh, five or six hours of yeah. uh, the 1973 uh, TV documentary, The World at War. Well, that's that not as hard on your knees as uh, jogging. Falling in love can be hard on the knees. And I rewatched the, the Stalingrad episode. I watched Barbarossa the other night. And then last night I watched Stalingrad again, again, again. That's a hell of a story, Stalingrad. <sighs> There's a reason people like like nerds are nerdy about the Battle of Stalingrad. It really is incredible. Here's the, here's how the poem begins. This is Patterson by Dr. William Carlos Williams, written in first uh, first published the first part came out in 1946. And I'll just read the first sentence. Patterson lies in the valley under the Passaic Falls. Its spent waters forming the outline of his back. He lies on his side, right side head near the thunder of the waters filling his dreams. There's so much more to this guy yeah, than a red a wheelbarrow. There's a lot gl there. Glazed with rain or, or the plums that you took out. There's so much more to this guy. <laughs> it's all, everyone like, knows the plums. Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, but like he's part of this tradition that stretches back through, you know, people like Allen Ginsberg and people just stretching way back to like the people who are really inspired by Walt Whitman, Walt Whitman. Mm-hmm. Walt Whitman. I'm still mm -hmm. getting over cold. I have so much snot. But I, I think he's terrific. I do too. Yeah, and short, but it's still long. It's 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 I had an, a, a class called Long Poems where oh, I read cool. all really long poems. Rather, you know, like the wasteland and Endymion and this and um, you know, uh Berryman's dream songs and stuff like that. Yeah, this is he's his language is very felicitous. Well, I went to, you know, as you do chat gpt and i said hey i really liked pat the movie patterson what yeah. what other movies are like that that have the same kind oh. of quality and the slow burn and everything and it, it suggested a few and one of them that it suggested is called manchester by the sea 
Mm-hmm. Um, have you got, seen that's that one? Got that actress I like. No, it's got the Affleck brother, and yep. it's got that actress I like. Yeah, Casey, yeah. Casey it, Affleck. Very, that's right. And I, I've heard it's very sad. It's a very sad movie, uh, yeah. and I'm about ha- a third to half the way through it. And How do you feel about that as a reco, though? You feel good about that? Think they got it? I do, in the sense that there's, you know. There is something I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's exactly similar, but they they're closer than you know that and like Godzilla minus one, are, yeah. You know, in that's that fair. sense, so pretty good. Do you like sad movies? Not not typically. Right. No. Just curious. Um, do you? I could do mine. You can do. Um, sometimes I like I like intense movies. Mm, I bet you. You do. know, I like. Well, you know, I like, and I, I mean, above all, above everything else, the the least useful thing I can say about my taste is that I think it's very good. Yes, I think my taste is incredible. But also, like, I, um, I just, I, I'm kind of paraphrasing something Roger Ebert said. I really like a movie or a TV show that knows what it is, and which is a difficult quality to describe. But when something like, like for example, like I, there's this movie I've watched twice now that I really like called Bottoms. And it's about these, the log line is uh, two high school lesbian girls start a fight club. Um, <laughs> and it's, and what's got AO, you know, from, oh, yeah. uh, I could, she, she's in it and it's got Rachel Sennett who like uh, co-wrote co- it. Um, but it's like book smart and like, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's not just that Beanie Feldstein is related to jonah hill i mean it's it's also that like you know book smart is very much a take on a certain kind of movie that in which i would include stuff like super bad so mm. like you know those kinds of movies that are about like you know or you know we were nerds for our entire high school career and now we want to go to one fun party right. book smart is so good but also then bottoms is kind of in that tradition the thing is i don't know if i could recommend bottoms to people what i would say is uh for any variety of reasons i would recommend bottoms if for example you like but I'm a cheerleader, which I think is a triumph as a movie, but it's really weird and it's super queer and campy, but mm-hmm. it knows what it is. And that's why I like bottoms. I mean, I can't lie. I wouldn't like recommend it to people as like, you know, here's a good viewport into what it's like to be a young queer person. I don't know if it is or not, but uh, there's those kinds of things where it's like, but it really does matter that you're in the right mood for it. You have to be, and Patterson's the same in that way. Yeah, any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't just you can't just say, "Oh, watch this thing," and like put it on, have it on in the background while you're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and talking to your kids. Like you can't. This is not that kind of movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I do, and it's also kind of why, like, I for a variety of reasons, I've stopped trying to like force slash encourage my family to watch media with me because right. I just end up getting frustrated because I'm super engaged with it and they're often not and like because they're watching a, watching TV at eight o'clock for a different reason and like I'm looking for something that absolutely captures my attention and requires me to like turn over everything that's happening in it yeah and I mean I think they like I know they like stuff like that uh, but you know yeah, but but you know, then sometimes you just want to watch girls have pillow fights. <laughs> I guess you do. <laughs> oh, that's I'm sorry, I'm repeating something I said a very long time ago, where I was talking about. I think it was uh, my my friend. I haven't talked to her in years. Catherine Yu was invented a term that maybe other people have said this too, but she's the first person I ever knew who used the term not flicks. 
And she used that to describe a phenomenon. It was such a sniglet that really landed in my wheelhouse. So in the pre-streaming days, I was on the three DVD DVD. I was on the three DVD package uh, for Netflix. So I get three DVDs at a time. And, and I, I use that as a way to describe something I'd learned about myself, which is morning Merlin, Merlin and nighttime Merlin. And I, this has been a jumping off point to talking about lots of things about will and infrastructure and self-knowledge. But like morning Merlin's like, I'm just going to get, I'm going to get all of these like French new wave movies I haven't seen. And then they arrive in their little red envelope, not that red envelope, the other one, but like you get their little <laughs> envelope and then they sit there on the TiVo. Right. Because nighttime Merlin is not, just is not into Breathless tonight or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it sits there and it sits there and you don't return it. And all three of your DVDs are sitting there doing nothing. But did you, do you remember this feeling? Maybe you're not like me. I would get mad at myself and go like I was knocking down a door. Like I've got to watch, you know, um, I've got to watch, you know, whatever Fahrenheit 451 tonight or whatever. I've got to like do the thing. I've got to watch this movie. And what I've realized over time, and I don't, I don't, I want, and the way I first said it was I, I, I get these difficult subtitled films because Morning Merlin knows what his good taste is and what he likes. And then Nighttime Merlin, I don't actually want to watch Girls Have Double Fights, but just uh, to say something that neurotypical. Norm, sex, sex, sexual normative people to understand. Hmm. I, I just want to watch girls have pillow fights. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so now it's like, what have I done? I, it's, I'm the same person who asked that they send me those movies. That's the same person. It's just a different time of day and a different state of mind. And like, sometimes I just want to watch, I don't know, YouTube videos about 3D printing because mm -hmm. that's kind of all my brain can take. No, but then I watch wrong good with that. ones. It's not, you know, it's probably not wholesome. <laughs> <sighs> yeah yeah um so so here we are it's uh we've been uh we're using a normal app so i can tell we've been talking for 22 minutes would you like to tell me about something that you like i would love to tell you about our sponsor today we are sponsored by better help which is better help a really cool i think a really cool service that i was new to me i hadn't heard about this before and um, basically the whole concept behind BetterHelp is that like there can be obstacles to get help to get therapy and like traditional barriers to therapy make it hard for people to to get it. You get to fit it into your time. Maybe you have to drive there. Well, BetterHelp is like trying to fix that. That's the world's largest therapy service. They have professional, affordable, personalized therapy, and it's all done online. And the therapists, they're, they're licensed, they're trained, they're experienced, they're accredited. You've got like PhDs and PsyD, whatever that is. They've got them. They've got marriage therapists. They've got family therapists. Like personally, I, speaking from my own experience, I've been in therapy multiple times in my life. And it's always been like something that is incredibly helpful. Like I remember I talked to somebody I was saying, and they're like, oh, you're in therapy. Like, that's amazing. I'm like, is it amazing? Like I've been doing it my, on and off my whole life. Like it's, it's the one thing that like has helped me so much. And there are people who just don't, wouldn't even know how to go about it. They don't know how to get started in it. And, and, and it would be so helpful to them. And so I just, I really think this is a really cool service. I'm really glad that it's, it's on our show um, because I've benefited so much from therapy. And so better help this is the thing. If you're thinking, maybe I should get therapy. Maybe I need help. Maybe I want to just have someone to talk to who isn't in my friends group or who isn't my spouse. You know, like I want a different perspective. It's a great way to do it. And it's entirely online. 
It's designed to be convenient and flexible. It's suited to your schedule. So you go there and you fill out a really quick questionnaire. They're going to match you with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time. There's no charge. Like if you just don't hit it off with the person or you want a different perspective, like you can do that. It's super, super cool. And this is, this is the thing you can go and celebrate the progress that you've already made in your life. You can go and move forward with things. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com slash BTW and you're going to get 10% off your first month. And that's spelled betterhelp.com slash BTW. So go check it out. Get some help. BetterHelp, really cool, uh, really cool service. Thanks very much to them for making this show possible. Thanks, BetterHelp. Buck, buck. Um, can I, can I just do my, my, my nerd things just cause I don't really have anything else prepared. Ghost dog. Yeah, right let's now. do it. Um, I'll try and keep these interesting. Okay. So NTFS, <clears throat> NTFS is a, whatever it's, what do you, what do you call it? Like a, a disc format, right? Yeah. It's an, it's the windows NT file system. New it, technology it kind of file the most, system. It's, yeah. It's like the most like up to date and. Like, I mean, obviously, if you've got like a million year old thumb drive, it's probably got, you know, some, some wackadoo fat something on it, uh-huh. <laughs> fat something, uh, NTFS, but here's the thing, uh, NTFS is not, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just not going to use terminology that I don't understand. Sure. There's a really weird thing, which is the world uses NTFS. And as it happens, like a ton of stuff I use as NTFS, NTFS will work with your Mac as in like, again, a thumb drive. Mm-hmm. So like I do stuff where I move, move files back and forth with thumb drives and like, you know, little like Samsung, like portable SSDs and stuff like that. And something that's, that's a little frustrating is that I guess, I don't know if I'm using this term, right, but it's not natively supported on Macs, Mac OS. Mm. So if you pop in, I don't even know. My setup has gotten so screwed up. You pop in like a USB thumb drive that's that's formatted for NTFS, and like it might not show up at all. It might show up as write only, or it might show up if you've got the right stuff installed as like a, just a normal old hard drive. And I, I do that enough that I, I need it on all of my things, and I kind of just want, it just seems nuts to me that I don't know. I don't say it seems nuts that it's not on everything, but like yeah. it's valuable enough to me that like I want it to be everywhere. Right. And I I know I've paid for NTFS apps like subscriptions. Uh huh. There's one from Microsoft. There's another one. There's like a couple big ones. There's um iBoySoft. I think it's called iBoySoft. Is that what it's called? iBoy. I'm like more, I lowercase I, I gotta go look it up. Um, long story short, like I've been, I know I paid for. At one point, I even had a document to explain like, and you gotta log in, you gotta go, you know, so like you open up the app and it goes, your trial is expired. And I'm like, no, my trial hasn't expired. I totally bought this or I subscribed to this, and it goes, okay, now go log in, and like. Both of the ones that I'd bought through, it's called Paragon Software. Both of my logins just like stopped working. It wouldn't even do a forgot password. Like, and so I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And like, and then the other one wasn't working either. And like, and, and I'm always worried I'm going to enter the wrong, you know, um, serial number. And it's, you know what I'm talking about? Like, cause you got to buy these all as different, like sometimes as single seats or whatever. I only bought them as one seats cause I only bought them one at a time, you know? Anyway, it was driving me crazy. And then last night I, it finally occurred to me 
What is wrong with you? Have you even looked at Setup, which you subscribe to and enjoy? Oh, you got to start with that. I guess I was not smart about it. I finally went, and I just wanted to say to people: if if you got NTF best stuff, this is. Uh, I'm mostly I'm just I'm celebrating that I figured this out. Um, NTSF for Mac, which is one of the ones I've been using, is by iBoySoft. <laughs> <laughs> iBoySoft. iBoySoft. I want to be iBoy hard. I, you do that. <laughs> iBoySoft. <laughs> I don't even want to. No, let's try the different ones. Okay, so let's do So you know that there's that famous sentence, I never said she stole my money. And if you stress, say, so you don't have to do it now, but like in that sentence, say, look at all the different ways. If you stress each of those words and say them separately, it comes out completely different, right? Yeah. I never said she stole my money. I never said she stole me. I never said she stole my money, et cetera. I, I never, she stole my money. I never said she stole my money. Right. Um, it's the same sentence, but it means different things depending on the stress. I boy soft. Oh, I boy soft. I boy soft. I boy soft. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like praying. And if you uh, subscribe to Setup, which I do, I don't have a strong opinion about whether y'all do. But uh, I just wanted to point out that now it's it's up and it's running and I can I can remove those other ones and it's it's one less thing that does you know just on the edge of weird stuff that I always wonder like you know so like back in the days with ape or whatever where you're like I don't want these kex things and I know that's, it's different times now but there's still like the the kind of stuff that makes you restart your computer twice oh, I yeah. generally outside of a rogue amoeba. God bless them. I um, those kinds of things. I'm usually like I want to minimize. So I just want to point that out to people. And I guess a soft uh, and I boy soft recommend, recommendation is like I, I I do like setup, and there are apps on there that like are just shockingly less costly. Where like there's things my wife needed, like a good PDF editor. So I just bought her a seat on my setup, and so then she's able to get that rather than pay like three hundred dollars a year just mm. for that one app or right. whatever. Right. So I, I have no way of knowing whether this is a, a great deal for the people who are developers there, but it's got a lot of apps that I love. We've, we've talked about this and I think in fact, we've threatened to, or have done, haven't we done like a, a, a cavalcade of set app apps? We yeah, we did. We, we went through the it? whole thing and talked about all the good ones. Yeah, we did. Uh, I'll do a few here just cause my memory's what it is. Um, one's on my Mac right now that I love. Oh, marked uh, by friend of the show, uh, Brett Terpstra, whose podcast I was on this week. Very nice. um, iFlix, iFlix, great for turning movies into other kinds of movies. Um, Syracuse doesn't like it. I do clean my Mac. Really great way. If you want to like, just go run through some basic fix your Mac stuff without having to restart for re for, if I'm willing to, if I'm, if it's real screwed up and I want to restart, I usually use cocktail, uh, by maintain.se. Yeah, yeah. But clean my Mac is really great for just the basic, like just run this stuff. And, but it also has stuff like a full uninstaller, like apps app. So it'll like, you know, rem fully remove with all the plists and everything. It's got that. And it's got stuff like, let's examine all the things that are my login items. Let's see the things I've approved to like run in the background. And maybe we can minimize some of those. It's got a lot of stuff. You know, it's got Downy, which if I were the sort of person who downloaded videos from places like YouTube would be my go-to. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. There's so many that are just like a beautiful wrapper for FFmpeg. Because if there's anything that needs a beautiful wrapper, it's probably oh, FFmpeg. Yeah. Well, I mean, Handbrake is essentially just a wrapper around FFmpeg. It is. Boy, that's a complicated app. I don't love I, I it. I keep thinking I'm going to be the person who rips my own stuff. I've got, I've got that. And I even bought a special Blu-ray player with a flashed ROM for, what, well, this is too 
boring to talk about but like i that, that stuff is just it's so inscrutable to me yeah um tech sniper permute there's so many good apps in here um anyway so uh, uh yo and dev utils which i think i've talked about yeah that's that thing where you can just drop in a string and it'll turn it into another thing it's really great if you just need to turn like a little csv into json like that's all in this app and that comes with your subscription dev utils you know i'm gonna put that in notes because it's really good yeah uh where would people find show notes uh for episode i didn't write the number down of your it is going to be episode number 638 638 638 Mm. Back to work. limo slash six three eight. Okay, that's pretty good. That's all I got to do. You're speed my Mac, boy. You're fast. You're faster yeah. than I am. I mean, I'm here. What, what was it? Well, oh, Dev Utils. I'll put that into. Yeah, Dev Utils. All right, cool. Put into. That was real. That was that was uh, nerdy and boring, and incompletely explained. So, check and check and check. Must be Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, what was my next thing I wanted to say? We talked about Tailnet, right? We talked about what? Tailnet. Tailnet. Yeah. 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 We talked about Tailnet. Have we talked about it? A little. Talk about it more. It's a VPN. I mean, not that much. Well, it is. Uh, several people I know have talked about this, and people I really like and admire who are way smarter than me, and also like you know people I, I, I respect work there. And uh, so Tailnet is, yeah, on, on the face of it, it's a VPN, but that's kind of not really what it's, what it does. What it does is pretty astonishing, which is like, let's say you get, you get Tailnet and you can sign up for this with your Apple ID, like just, you know, get it on your phone and turn it on. You're like, Hey, I'm Tailnet. Should we start making a Tailnet network for you? And I'm like, yep, let's do that. So what this thing does though is, yeah, it, it's a VPN. You can create your own exit nodes if you've got the, you know access to a place that's fast enough for that to be a VPN for you. That's, that's all really cool. It doesn't offer a lot of the features that stuff like one blocker um, offers, but the VPN part's cool. And if I had like a crazy fast connection somewhere to use as an exit node, I would. But the, the main thing it does is you go in and say like, here's my phone, it's called iPhone. And then you load up Tailnet on your iPad and it says, okay, this is, let's say for the sake of argument, this is called iPad. Of course, there's a package for Synology. You install that. And so this is called Synology. And what it does is it manages all of those things inside of its own network and IP range that so far does not interfere with, that I've found with any other stuff. I don't know how this thing works, but I, I finally extensively started doing a little bit with it last night. And you can do stuff like, now you, it'll provide you through this really nice web interface. It'll, it'll say like, okay, here's this device called, you know, let's say, let's, it's called laptop. And so laptop, like, you know, here's all the information about it, including here's like our private, like it's, it's this weird IP range that doesn't get used for other stuff. I think it's 100.100 or something. Mm -hmm. And you just copy and paste that in. So you just type in, you can just type in, in your terminal SSH and paste in the IP and that just works. But guess what? You can also type in SST SSH space laptop and that'll work mm -hmm. or, you know, your name at laptop or right, whatever. Sure get the port right and all but like it's really cool and i have only just begun to dip into what you can do with it at the very least if you've got a whole bunch of different stuff and you like to do stuff between them they, they talk about this i'll put it in show notes they talk about this on their page you know sort of ideas for what to do with this like just managing all of your stuff in one place and kind of like and, and so i'm running that in two different places but because it's all the same tailnet network like it all just works together and it's just 
I don't know. It's, it looks really promising and, and really, really well made. And so I just wanted to mention it to people. And like, who's this for? Um, I think this is for people, like I say, who have a lot of devices, especially if you need to do stuff like SSH. But like once you get your legs under you, it makes it pretty easy to, to do stuff like have a cloud provider service. You know, like mm -hmm. um, what's the one they mentioned in the video? It's that one everybody is the collaboration, the open source collaboration. Um, Which one? one? That a lot of people. Uh, let me look it up. It, only, it should only take a second. Um, I forget the name of it. But uh, wait, I think I might have. Did I star it on GitHub? Let me look. Um, if you have to do stuff with multiple devices, just starting with the fact that you don't have to, like, especially if you've, I mean, obviously, especially if you've got a dynamic IP address on your stuff. Um, I mean, there's been things like dynamic DNS in the past, and there's DDNS inside of Synology. And so far, it hasn't stepped on that, like, at all. It just, it seems to create this like little layer on top that now it understands that all this stuff is yours and enables you to go in through that. And like mm -hmm. the first time I tried it and it worked, it seemed so crazy to me. Like I just went in because now it's, it's all on the same network. It's all using the same DNS, I guess. So you just go in and type SSH space and the name of your device, you know, do you want to, do you want to accept the key for this? And I'm like, whoa, that that's wild. This is if you've ever if you've ever been back in the days before this stuff got easier, even in the days of like when you have to go to the sharing control panel and make sure the this port is turned on and is printer sharing turned on and who's allowed to access it, there's ACLs for all this stuff. It's it seems very robust. And maybe on top of it all, for you cheapskates out there, I'm still on the free plan. Mm -hmm. And um I think you get like a hundred devices for free or something. And then oh, cool. there are, I think a lot of, it seems like based on what I've just run across, what you get with the, the there's lots of features you get, especially as far as like tracking stuff. So right now I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine devices on this. And they're all inside this, this 100 dot something um, IP range. Uh, you might just go like check it out, people, because it's, it's really neat. Go check it out. I just people. wanted to mention that because because it's neat and like you know and sort of it's sort of like the opposite of a YouTube video where like I knew pretty quickly oh this is well made, you know you get that feeling of like oh the support stuff is really looks the documentation really makes sense this interface that I'm looking at right now where you see all your machines and the fact that you can excuse me just log in and try this thing with your Apple ID for no money, it's at uh, tailscale.com. And uh, I, I think it's neat. I wanted to just recommend that for somebody who's a whacker like me. Done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like just using stuff, you know, just trying like different everything. things out, experimenting I around. Do, but I also just like, software. I like using stuff. Like, I don't, this is back and forth I have with a friend of the show, John Syracuse, talking about learning music, Unix from the top down versus the bottom up. And like, I definitely see the value in learning anything from the bottom up. I'm thinking particularly of things like science and medicine, but like, like even with like in his point is like, well, until you really understand what the shell is and what it does, mm -hmm. like it's difficult to understand. The more you know about Unix, the more you'll be able to help yourself when you're confused about something in the terminal. Yeah. But, um, but I just like, I just like using stuff and anything that minimizes the overhead of even stuff I have to do occasionally. Like, I'm just always so happy. I mean, like for me, like there's a, app I love by a company called Adovia called Screens. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's, so like you already have 
screen sharing and VNC login stuff like on your Mac. I just really like the way it, this app works. It, it adds a lot of nice features to it. Like for example, remembering if you want, you can have per login to your device. So you run an app called Screens Connect and it, it announces basically on your account, like, hey, you can VNC into this. And by that, I just mean you're on your Mac or on your phone for that matter. And you can click on this and log in. And now you're you're basically on the screen of a different Mac and, and using it. And uh, I mean, that's an app where like it's Screens 5 is so good. And the management of your different devices has gotten so much better. And I see so much value in that, even if it just saves me 20 minutes of having to go to, go to the office right. to like remember to turn Maestral back on. It's... Uh, it's it's so handy. I just I love stuff like that. Mouth is very dry. Yeah, are you okay? You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I got a really I made a really good iced tea today. Uh, I I may have I have one more little one that's a hot tech tip. Do you have anything yeah. you want to talk about? No, today? no. I'm I came I came in woefully unprepared. So I'm glad you've well, got. In that case, I can talk about one more thing. Yeah, do um, it. A friend of the show, Ben Brown, mentioned this on Mastodon. And when he said it, it was one of those things where I'm like, you know, you know how I'm that guy where I'm always like, make sure you look at all the Apple keyboard commands once a year. Because yeah, you said you said that on the last show. You're like, look at what it can do. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff like that. And and as ever, I'm yelling at myself. It's not me going, oh, you're stupid. If anything, it's me going, you're, it's not that you're stupid. It's just that you don't do all the things you know. Mm -hmm. You don't even do like an 80th of the things that you know. Mm -hmm. And like, that's the thing. If you stay curious and you like learn things and you learn the, the keyboard, you know, text navigation commands from out of, I think, next, you know, I was saying Emacs, but I think it's actually from next. But like the way you can like learn how to navigate like around text is just is so huge to learn, like let alone, there's just all this stuff like that. So I'm always, I'm always, I said this to somebody so, in a somewhat snarky response the other day, slightly snarky, where somebody was like, well, actually you x and i was like i was like you would be shocked to learn how many things i'm open to learning like i'm really i i you know i i consider that a, sometimes a little bit silly because people are like are acting in the absence of context it's not my job to set them straight but i love learning new stuff and ben brown the other day the great developer and very handsome man ben brown is like hey did you know you can like select multiple files in the finder and rename them with a right click and let me ask you dan did you know that yeah of course how long has this existed? Renaming with right click? Yeah, multiple files. Um, so like right now, if y'all are on a computer, I don't know how long? Well, I I, I feel like I, I tend to know a lot of things like this. I also know that I have bought, downloaded, used I think at least four different apps. Oh, to do to do that for you. Some of them are obviously much more sophisticated that have things like pattern matching or whatever. Yeah. But like, if I have a bunch of stuff I need to change and I want it to change all in this one way, I mean, just a, a simple one is like, let's say you've got a bunch of files and there's some like cruft because let's say they're like, you've got like downloaded pages or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, you've got SEO cruft on there and like just that ability to say trim everything before this and everything after that and whenever you see this change it to that those apps are really great i did not know this until i think last week um so if you're in the finder click an item click some other items until you've selected two three four things and then do right click or control click on those items and you see rename which mm -hmm. i guess i'd seen and it brings and up a cool little, doesn't it bring up like a find and replace? Yes, there's an thing? interface. There's yeah. an interface. You can replace text, add text, or format text. 
And so as usual, I will tend to write up the change that I want mm -hmm. in drafts and then paste. Oh my God, this is so handy, Dan. I had to do something last night where I got a different Hitler documentary um, about, about Operation Barbarossa. And uh, God, it was like xvid.avi, you know, episode. And it's back even before scene naming really caught on. This this download was sold. and But it was stuff like, you know, uh, century uh, with dots instead of spaces, you know. And it goes like, century of war, divx, one of four, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, this makes it so easy without any other apps to just, to, especially to do stuff like trim. But I haven't done a lot with format or change or anything like that. But I, I love that this exists. And I feel like a little bit of a niggling that I didn't know it until uh, like last week. And there's there's something, there's a link about it in the notes for the Apple page. That's, about a, cool, that's a cool tip. What about Quick Look? Do you much, do, not Quick Look. Um, do you do much uh, Quick Actions? What's it called? I don't even know what it's called. I use this for images a lot. I'm quick, quick actions. Do you use what, that much? I don't even think I know what that is. Try this. Um, okay. Are you in the finder? Yeah. Can you find um, an image? Any yeah. kind of like a, a JPEG, a pig? A, a, okay. Yeah. So click to select. Okay. I th well, you may not have this if you don't have Acorn. I think this might be an Acorn. Oh, thing. no, I but, don't have Acorn. I got, um, I use that other one. But with me, yeah, I use a pixel mater. But like, if I, I, I love that. And oh God, the new pixel mater for iPad is incredible. But like, let's say I've got a, a ping, or even better, let's say I've got a giant JPEG okay. and I'm going to break Mastodon if I try to upload it. This is a la things like services and extensions. Yeah. If you got the app, you I get see, these. I see quick actions down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, as an Acorn user, Acorn by Flying Meat, terrific uh, image editor app. Um, you right click on an image, go to quick actions and it says convert image. I see that. And Oh, cool. And you get a little pop-up of like, well, what it. do you want to convert this to? Format, JPEG, actual size, 1.2 meg. Take off the metadata. Ping and change it to a ping. Gives you a size. So, That's cool. I mean, for years I've been opening I and I mean, I've done droplets. Do that. That's a good one. Is that a good one? Yeah. There's a lot of droplets and things I've had over the years that I'd made on my own. And, uh, you know, Acorn has a ton of things like that. He also makes a retro batch. Um, Gus, uh, Gus Mueller at Flying Meat makes a really good thing called Retro Batch if you need to change a bunch of photos in some way. Um, and um, I think that is so freaking cool because I used to, because like really for years, all I've done now is just, you know, select command down arrow, which usually will open it in Acorn because that's my default for most images and then save as or export for web or whatever. And like stuff like that, that just lets me do that from the finder. It's, it's wild. There's just, there's so much cool stuff like that. And now there's all these things with shortcuts where you can say like, you know, when you got the shortcut, you're like, make this something, make this a finder thing. This is what, I don't know how to make quick actions, but I kind of want to learn how. I bet it's pretty straightforward. I bet it is. Mm, that's a good one. I like that one. I did not know about that one. I knew about the rename thing. But see, I'm also weird and like, I'll, I'll like rename files in the command line with awk and that kind of, I'm like a nerd. Mm -hmm. But I yeah. like that one better. To be honest, Hawkins said, "I got a bunch of them one-liners yeah. that I use once every five years." Yeah, right. um, but uh, anyway, that's that's the main ones I had, I think. And uh, we're, we're almost to a full episode here. Yeah. The other thing, well, you know what? This is really boring, and I'm not going to do it. But no. Ruby, uh, 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 Ruby on Mac, I think it's called that, yeah. that app. I really like a lot. What is that Man, one? It's been saving my bacon lately. It's this app that's like fifty bucks, and you buy it, and it's a script. 
I think his name is Moncref. It's the guy that makes this. Okay. And it's a it's a really neat, absolutely not John Syracuse approved script. But you buy that, you're like fifty bucks. What are you gonna do with this script? Well, I don't know about you, man, but like all my years of not really understanding what I'm doing in the world of everything related to Unix has led to a lot of garbage that can be very difficult to track down. Mm. A big one, I mean. I, I, I just had so much stuff where like, I know this app is installed somewhere and I can't find it. And like, I, I do like, you know, where is or which, and like trying to figure out why this one that I want isn't winning and where's the homebrew one. And it's all really confusing. And, and ROM is this thing that the reason I got it was I had so much spaghetti and so many errors. I didn't even know how to fix in the mm -hmm. terminal, right. well, in terminal related things, but like stuff that used to work, stopped working. And I don't know why, or it wasn't working the way I expected. And so forth. And what Ruby on Mac does is my understanding is that it like runs through all your stuff. One thing that's, that's really neat is like whenever it makes a major change, usually it does like backups of your stuff into a folder with dates. If you need to like roll back to an old profile or something like that, you know, and so, but, but like it fixes up the spaghetti of your, especially your Ruby world. And it installs homebrew for you. If you don't already have it, it keeps all that updated. And now it's also just a command line app. So if you say ROM space update, it'll update to the newest version of ROM. In my case, it's so ironic. This is not Minecraft's fault, but like I had screwed myself up because of some ignorance and some stupidity. And I just, there's even a script that lives in your tilde slash Ruby on Mac folder where you can like redo a first run of it. Right. And it'll like, it's neat. It's got reset. It's got, you know, do all these different kinds of things. And I just wanted to say, I'm really grateful for that app that it's, it's that kind of app that probably most people don't need for two reasons. On the <laughs> one hand, you don't even know what I'm talking about maybe. And you're like, why would I need that? And you don't, or like I say, you're a full stack developer who really understands Unix from the ground up, like, and you're built everything from source. Like you don't <laughs> need that. But boy, do I ever need that. And sure. when I do echo path and I see everything that's in there and that incredible spaghetti I've built up over time of dot profile dot bash resource start, like, you know, all those things over time. And this cleans all that up. And, uh, I think if you're somebody who struggles a little bit with keeping that stuff wired together and like me, you would rather just use it rather than maintain it. I, this is why this is why I'm on Debian. I think you should Debian. be proud of that. I'm running my own build of Debian. I, I built it. I built it. It's called Stevian. My friend Steve made it, and yeah. it's all made of Steva. And <laughs> I I use that, and I run that from source here in the knock. There you go, right in the knock. <clears throat> okay. All right. I mean, that's probably enough. Yeah, I think that's plenty. Think of what they paid um, for. Did I have anything else good? I don't think I had too much else good. I got a lot of other things I'm working on. I'm playing with Blot again, the Blot.im, the, mm -hmm. the blogging thing, and um, I'm going to have some blog stuff there. Um, so I've been messing around with learning more about like posting that from inside of drafts. That's really fun. That's led me to playing around with Mars Edit again, which continues to be. Oh, Mars Edit's right. one of those yeah, apps okay. where I just, I wish I had more reason to use it because it was such a big part of my life mm -hmm. for so, so long. I, I made my own wrapper for. 43 folders. Like basically I just, you know, ripped out the the top, everything before here in body, everything under there in body, just so I could see like when I wrote something, does it look exactly like it'll look on the page? Handles all the uploading of uh of images for you. I, I like that Mac apps are still around that are good. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of like, oh, you can just make one app and it's gonna look the same on the iPad as it does on the Mac, and it's really just the same app in a kind of thing well i mean it's it's i think one way to look at that and i i understand like it's i contra what people thought in 2010 uh, perhaps 
like I don't think there's going to be because there were people who were like, oh my god, once the iPhone comes along, there's going to be all these million dollar apps on the app store, you know, that lets you, so you're just going to get the Oracle app and, or the Salesforce app. And like, it'll take over your whole life and you buy this many seats of it and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, if that happens, I don't see it, but I feel like the iPad in some ways came back around and people are like, well, now people are going to make all kinds of things. There's going to be video editors and that all exists, but, uh, informally from my observations, I don't think it's anywhere near the land rush. It seemed at a yeah. certain point. Right. And that's reflected in the amount of effort that people put into things. Look no further than whatever app comes with your quote unquote smart home devices. And like, if you're lucky, you get a blown up iPhone app. Like if you're lucky, you're getting basically a blown up web view <laughs> iPhone app. And it's so like, I do think it's worth distinguishing and, and really rewarding, thanking the people who like said, well, you know, one way to do it is we just make this one app and it's, you know, it's like Java. <laughs> Right. <laughs> just write once, be crappy everywhere. Uh -huh. But no, there is a way to say like, no, this, this is a platform and we're going to do a tuned version of each one of these. I, I will give you, for example, tail, um, tail, tail scale, where there's more I wish tail scale did in the app, but it doesn't get over its skis. It doesn't, it's like what it does in that app kind of presumes that you have a, because, because of the nature of the product, presumes that you're going to have a much more robust big screen with a desktop app on it that you can use. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it does what it needs to do for if you're using TailScale on your phone, which is like, hey, for my Synology, let me just get an example of this. This won't impress you, but maybe it'll impress somebody. I'm going to be if impressed. Of course you, I am. Wait, do you agree to be impressed regardless? Yes, that's what I'm saying. All right. I, I appreciate that. I go to TailScale. I'm clicking and I go to TailScale and um, I'm going to use my menu up here. I'm clicking bartender tail scale clicking admin console and that presents me all of my devices and so for any of my devices in here and again these are not just devices that are sitting on my desk i mean if i had more of a life these would be devices all over the world but what's neat is like even in this basic interface it'll show you like here's our private look made up ip address this version da, da 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 you can change things about it you know from this interface but like then when you click through oh my god there's so many details and it says for example this has tcp 22 exposed do you want to, and you can just click here to copy the SSH command that will get you right into that, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like I say, like I, that is all here. Like there's so much information in here about like all the available services and ports yeah. that are open. But like on a phone, what you really want is just a quick way to click and copy the IP address, for example, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. your custom name for it or whatever that is. And it does that really well. So like I, on the one hand, I don't want to slag the very difficult work of developers who have a lot to think about and keep updated. But I do have special aloha for people who spent time making their app really good for each platform. Even if it doesn't do everything, it does a really good job of the thing it's there to do. And going back to movies, it's like movies that know what they are. I like an app that knows what it is, especially if it's part of a platform that knows what it is. I like that. I'm really good at ending the show. Have you ever noticed that? Yes, you're an expert. Um, how's the rest of your day look? Are you are you good? You got you have more meetings and stuff. Nah, more meetings and calls and work. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I know. That's no good. No, I know. You ever like take on a persona or anything? You ever do anything? Nope. You ever just like? Oh no, you just you're you're a blank slate. As blank as possible. Tabula rasa. Hi, I'm that's Tabula right. Rasa. Exactly. No, that's I exactly right. Natural chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Natural chorus. Okay. 
Natural com. chorus. Let's button it up. I love you. I love you too, Merlin man.